Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Made Page Show. Hope you guys had a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. Obviously, I'll be putting up two split episodes because of the day off. Things happen. You know, we try to do this consistently five days a week, but things happen. And I just want to keep you guys updated. I'll probably make a YouTube video about this, but I'm in the process of making some money here. So I I have a role that I do where I take calls and I got to make money because if, 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 if any of you have been sleeping under a rock, you're all in for a rude awakening when you find out that it turns out on the internet for us content creators doing podcasts or videos, they've basically choked my channel, revenues down and all that. I can't really do anything about it. So it's not that I've put everything on a halt for those of you who are wondering why I don't upload as frequently anymore. It's just that my attention is going to be focused on this podcast and, you know, what I'm doing outside of that, because we all know what happened to Laura Loomer, you know, when they pulled the plug on her, she went on a freak out. And that's just the fact because they depend (laughs) on social media for their revenue. But I'm like, you know, you got to diversify. You got to do other things. You got to learn to code, learn to sell learn to hustle. I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money rather than just whining about it on the internet. So I don't want to be one of those people who's blaming YouTube for being censored. Why? What I did was I talked about Farrakhan, talked about Christianity. So that's typically what's going to happen. My buddy, Jerry Liu, actually, I don't know if I told you this, Professor Dreg, he started, he tried to start a faith-based YouTube channel. He has like three YouTube channels. He tried to start a faith one. YouTube actually prevented him from starting it. Wow. You see what I mean? So this is out of control. Progressivism has taken hold. But that doesn't mean that we don't have the right to speak. You know, I'm really inspired by these independent Baptist churches, by people who really actually go out into the community. You know, they do like soul winning and stuff like that. And also one thing that I will say in a YouTube video is I'm also working on my faith. So I'm, you know, obviously reevaluating here, not making as many videos. But speaking of that, let's jump into today's topic and talk a little bit about uh, more development with these abortion laws, right? Which is really a morality issue at the end of the day, uh, happening in a lot of these states. And, you know, I think what the latest state is what Mississippi or Indiana, what's your thoughts on it? Oh, shoot. Well, the court blocked, the court was able to block, um, or stop the Mississippi and one of those laws, right? One, one the of the Supreme states. court stopped this. Well, no, one of the circuit courts. Okay. And so, and that's pretty important. And and the reason why this is really important to get into is uh, is because the defendants, you know, the people who wrote the law, were not able to define life. Oh <laughs> man, are you serious? No, but but this is the thing because uh, the the whole point that the judge made was well you know it's if we're basing things on viable life when is a life viable and uh so they were saying like well it's during the heartbeat and then they were saying yeah but what if you can't detect the heartbeat or something is the life viable and da 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 and so anyway so long like you know off the shit let me um because i hate to be wrong about um about this but well the listeners can look up the details but basically there was an argument about you know about when did life start right and and i'm thinking are these guys insane they couldn't find any normal biologist who could explain to somebody when life starts yeah <laughs> no, this is just a matter of simple science this isn't anything complicated i think to take it back to what you said last week about how we have a soul right as humans and it's electrical impulses in the brain 
This happens yeah. in every nucleus of every cell. Why? Because cells divide, just like blood, mitosis, right? How do they do that? Well, there's a command sequence in the nucleus of every cell that says to do so, to reproduce, to create life. So, I mean, I think we can go off of that. But sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. But, but, but see, but here's the thing. Yeah, you can do that. And you can get any scientist to agree with that. Right. Life, when does life begin for a tree? That's why they sell seeds. You know, is this life? Do they respect life? What about a spider egg? Are they going to kill spider eggs? Are they going to, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of people in PETA or all of these, you know, environmental groups or whatever. One and of the things all, we got to get into is veganism. We're talking about radical veganism though. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but uh, I'm telling you now, we can get into anything. And because there is a lot that, uh, that, um, that these people just don't get. Mm -hmm. they, they really don't get it. They, they just don't get it. And, um, hmm. um, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's, um, yeah. What, when you think about it, it's just crazy, but long story short, that was their mistake. Their mistake right. was they couldn't define when life started. And it's, it's quite simple. It's at, at the point of conception, you know, like you explained the zygote and blah, 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 blah. And, right. And when the egg and sperm becomes a zygote or whatever, and it attaches, that's when it becomes, uh, you know, life. And, and I, it was amazing how they couldn't make those arguments. And yeah. I'm thinking all these lawmakers don't know any scientists, <laughs> you know, or any biologists. It's amazing. So like, and that's the thing, you know, you know, what makes me upset or not even upset because um, I have no dog in this fight anyway, but what makes me really upset about conservatives or Republicans or whatever, mm -hmm. they're all gutless. Like they all talk a big game, but this loss totally shows me and people like myself that these guys are not your representatives. They're not going to fight for what you believe in. Yeah. You know, honestly, like, I honestly don't care about abortion. I know it's killing. But, you know, yeah. Am I for it? Am I against it? No to both. I'm not for killing or against it. That's nothing I wouldn't do. But I'm not going to, you know, force my will on anybody because I really just don't care. But that said... For all those people pretending to care, like these lawmakers mm -hmm. who lost this case, come on. Any basic, any, I, I'm not trying to disparage anybody who's teaching high school science, <laughs> but any high school science teacher could have won this. Mm -hmm. It's that obvious. Right. It is that obvious uh, that that's life. You know, you, you can talk about the nervous system as primitive as that may be that's still life or is a venus flytrap protected mm -hmm. well it seems like a lot of plants are protected under california law i don't know about mississippi law but the same rationale that protects endangered species should protect all life whether it's plant or you know animal bird fish it doesn't matter yeah. Those same principles of science that protects that life should, I mean, because think about it. We have to protect habitat. Right. So these little crabfish could reproduce. Yeah. Right? I was just having a conversation about this, about how it's all inherently tight. You know, a beaver is like a keystone species. You kill a beaver in its ecosystem and the whole thing falls apart. Isn't that funny? It, no, but but that's yeah. what's crazy. And you're going to tell me none of these lawmakers could have that type of, you know, not even an epiphany. It's, this is common sense. Everybody who, Jesus, I've seen kids in the third grade understand sure. habitat. So it makes no sense that you're going to destroy the habitat inside the vagina and go ahead and go suck that thing right out. It makes no sense.
Of How did these guys not know this? Well, I think it's because they're defending their own interests, right? That's the same no, answer. No, no, that I'm we talking have. about the lawmakers who passed this law in Mississippi. How did they not know? How did they lose? Seriously, they okay, no, because this is what kills me. If New York can literally kill a kid, yeah, nine months old, and can probably understand what you're saying. How in the hell do you lose when a state like New York could have that law? A state like Virginia can kill a baby. Like, a, not, not even like a, a tadpole, a real human baby that can talk, you know, do cry out loud. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. uh, understand scent and, and, you know, who knows if they really understand music or not. But my point is, it's a real human being at nine months. And you can kill that baby? Are you kidding me? Yeah, And they can win that, but somebody can't win an argument on basic third grade science. Well, this ties, so, so, okay, this ties in, right? I think that that's a good question to pose to our listeners. I mean, we can keep on discussing this, but I want to expand on that a little bit because this was very um, critical, especially now that it's, this is recent news where this is uh, in Missouri now, right? What do you? What are your thoughts on the ACLU actually getting involved with this? And this is goes back to language because now, the people who are the spokespeople for these legislative policies are saying that well, there's a constitutional right to an abortion, which we've established as being BS. But the fact that now they actually want to put abortion laws on ballots and get voters to vote on them, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to the courts just deciding. You know. See, but that's why it's such BS. Yeah. This whole thing, that's why it pisses me off. I'm thinking, oh my God, how is this even humanly possible? I I, I don't know. Other than uh like I said, you know, in previous uh episodes, dude, it's time for a new leadership. In, in the conservative movement because, dude, I'm conservative. It has to be, it has to be biblical law, though, if you think oh, about it. No, 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 no. See, it doesn't have to be because that's, that, I think that's the big mistake because everybody's that? trying to follow biblical law, but like, okay, so. I mean, we fell, fell a long way from the country you used to be. Well, well see, but here, here's the thing, uh, and, uh, you know, forgive my ignorance and, and, and the lack of the, my Bible knowledge, but. Here is the, uh, I, I know this for a fact, and we spoke about this before, at how the, there's a correlation, like, you know, obviously, according to the Bible, blacks were, you know, were the first ones here on the planet. They were probably the original Jews, blah, 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 and da, 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 because of Ethiopia. So that said, they were the first ones to go against God, the word of Moses. They were the first ones, and, and obviously, you know, they fell, they were enslaved. And throughout the history of, especially like the ancestry of, of African-Americans, every time they embraced the word of God, you know, even before Jesus, whenever they turn away from God, they've been punished. Wandering here, wandering there, killing each other. It's all madness. So the, the biblical law just didn't work. Right. And believe it or not, in between 1865 and 1912, when Christianity had like a stronghold mm -hmm. in the black community, that's when they were the most successful in the history of any recorded time. Blacks have never been more successful when they embraced Christianity. Uh, the word of Jesus. Yeah. Like Jesus' philosophy. So through the philosophy of Jesus, I am quite positive that that is the, the way to go, whether it's economics, whether it's, you know what I mean? Like anything you can think of, they had social justice. They really did. Yeah, and, but it's real social justice as opposed to what's, what exists now. Yeah, but see, but that's my point. Like they didn't need the government or the Old Testament ways of like the Ten Commandments mm -hmm. to understand that a woman can drive a car, a woman can vote, a woman could be a multi-multi-millionaire. Right. Seriously, that all happened when they embraced Christianity. Yeah. Every, and every, everybody knows that. But guess what? Guess who's at the bottom? The Chinese. Because they didn't believe in God. Well, I mean, they might have, but they didn't know Jesus. They, they knew this whole weird stuff that they used to believe in.
And they're at the bottom. And now what? 2019, I said this before, it's the blacks have turned away from God. And somehow, some way, the Chinese, the Asian people embrace like the Koreans. I mean, if you look around the Bay Area, all the churches, like the, the Jesus type of churches are all Asian, whether it's in Korean, whether it's in Chinese, it's crazy. So anyway, but they're at the top. They make the most money. They're the best educated, blah, 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 blah. And why is that? It can't be a coincidence. It has to be like there's a real formula to this. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. So it can't be biblical law. It has to be based on the philosophy of Jesus. Like we have to really understand yeah. what, what he said. Seriously, because a lot of people, they, 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 I think that was the mistake. They try to make it into some kind of law when they just didn't understand. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I want to reiterate some stuff that we talked about earlier. I, I think that when we think about the Bible, and I know you've made claims that a lot of people don't understand the Bible or anything. I will say this. A lot of people really do understand the Bible, understand it full and full. Unfortunately, the people that truly understand the Bible, right, are not people who are in power. They're not people who are in politics. Yeah, but they, they got to be. Yeah, I know, no, no, and that's that's the goal. We've <laughs> talked about that consistently, but that's the thing. It's like I have yet to see a an independent, like Baptist King James fundamental guy make it. Because here's the thing: if you are really a a, a Bible believing, understanding Christian, right? And we're talking about not the fake ones here, not the ones that are responsible for allowing for a lot of, <laughs> you know, unconstitutional things to pass unchristian like things to happen think about the stances that you have to take because consider this for a second if you really were bible believing every instance of it right you would mm -hmm. be against homosexuality you would actually come out and say the bible explicitly preaches against sodomy you you would have to say things like that and guess yeah. what that's why people like that don't ever get elected for for being right for stating a fact if you're going to state biblical truths you can't just shy away from that question because guess what's going to happen when you take that that uh, stage right at the podium you're going to get somebody during a town hall going hey uh representative so-and-so um what are your thoughts on gay marriage i believe marriage is be between a man and a woman and that's all it would take you wouldn't even have to say the word sodomite like michael savage did uh, by the way michael <laughs> savage that's how he got kicked off of msnbc just for saying that word something i called him was like that yeah he put on his sunglasses and it was so funny like i gotta say like it's just hilarious the way he handled it because the guy called in he's like oh yeah i went to a bathroom and fiddled around he's like and he's like you're not one of those sodomites are you you're not like it's like get off the show and, and he got fired over that so if michael savage just as an example loses a contract gets kicked off of msnbc you really think some kind of fundamentalist christian who believes that marriage is between a man and a woman marriage right explicitly yeah. what that word means you think he's going to get very far in the polls no that's not how it works well, and that's okay, your answer why right? because they do it in the way that you described like that's not how you do it like i know okay. that that's where that's where if i ever take a position of leadership or politics you got to be able to no no because here's the thing because the the bible doesn't just preach about oh being gay is bad it teaches almost everything in the carnal mind is bad and that's why we have to understand like the science of it so instead of saying it's bad i think like i hate to think like this but like you got to think what would jesus do it's like seriously that should be like a new game what would jesus what are you talking that's what christians say all day like, what would jesus do <laughs> no no but like seriously but you have yeah. to really get into it what would jesus do so if jesus saw some fag and he's you know oh, wow what <laughs> sex no but it's the truth right so he walks in like like there's this place on knob hill uh, i forgot it's some um, place right it's, it's rather uh, ironic because it's called knob hill and knob is the yeah, british <laughs> slob the knob <laughs> but anyway that's funny truth, jesus wouldn't shy away from a place like that so if he goes in and he's just like wondering oh there's a sick guy i'm gonna go help him so what would he tell the guy you know honestly what would he say he'd probably say something like hey look brother you know what this ain't right no 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 he wouldn't even say this ain't right he's like look 
your health is severely compromised when and when you and he'll break it down it's like look syphilis comes from this kind of bacteria that lives in your intestine and that it, when it gets out of your intestine it's going to eat away at your brain and it could stop you from doing this and doing that so if you really care about this person that you know, you love and all this other stuff. See, okay, so here's the counter argument, right? Because this is not even about morality here. This is if you were talking to an everyday person. We don't talk about that aspect because what the next course of action for people in that situation would be is to come up with preventative care. I want to still indulge in carnal behavior as long as I'm safe. That's how contraceptives came into play, man. That's, how, that's why it came in was, okay, you know what? Yeah, we probably shouldn't be having sex and being promiscuous a lot of people because it leads to diseases, it leads to poor relationships or whatever. But guess what? Here's a pack of condoms. Now you can do whatever you want. Like that that's yeah, how, why Jesus we wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> but that's, that's what I'm saying. Because that's what we would. That's but that's what the response would be is I did an enema, I wore a condom, and yeah, now no, I'm all good. See, that's the whole point. Then he goes, because that and he'll break it down scientifically. It ain't clean. There is no such thing as safe sex. Yeah, it's just and the whole, safer sex is all. No, I but know. even that's not that's not true. There's I'm no aware. I'm aware. But that. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. That's how people would justify it. You see, it's not about the question of indulging in carnal behavior, lustful passions of the flesh. Here, it's about can I still do it and not experience death and not die from it. Well, then, then he could break it down and say things like, well, guess what? You know, I offer eternal life or whatever it is that he, whatever, you know, what he and that, that's what he does. Yeah. That's what it's about. See, and, but that's the point. See, people don't know how to speak to other people. And I think that's what made Jesus philosophy good because, um, you know, he loved and he came down to earth as a man, well, no, 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 but, but, but forget all that. Because you got to think, why did the Jews not accept him versus, you know, like, seriously, why did the Muslims and the Jews accept their previous, you know, Old Testament ways, like what you said, biblical law? So how come the Jews stick with biblical law? How come uh, the Muslims stick with biblical law? How come... Um, you know, why did the Asian people just flock to Christ from, see, because the thing is like this, Buddha is very similar to Jesus Christ, except for, but there's a lot of differences, but like, you know, cause like Buddha, you know, he's like this guy, you know, blah, 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 blah. But see, he, Buddha was just a lazy dude. You know, the Indian dude, the original Buddha. Yeah, not, not, the, not the fat, happy Buddha, because that, that's a sign of wealth. See, that's, that's also another thing that's screwed up, because they're not... I know, but see, but that's all weird bullshit, superstition. There is, see, that's why I can't get into Buddhism, because there is no science behind it. It's just all pure superstition, like voodoo. If you know anything about yeah, voodoo... Yeah, and, and I, I, I think, I think Buddhist, Buddhist philosophy, to some degree, right, may be helpful in your life. But I think as a lifestyle, it's just not not for me. And and I'm also speaking ignorantly here. So if there's any practicing Buddhists, yeah, you can call me out on it. I mean, I'm not going to do it. But I can see where, like, not being so materialistic has some parallels with Christianity. I can see where being present in the moment, right, has its benefits of being intentional when it comes to your decision-making. I don't think that that's inherently you know, wrong or right. And I think that that's the idea because it's, it isn't really a God philosophy. It's just, I mean, it's not a religion. It's more of a philosophy, the way I, I see it, at least the way I interpret it, because that, that's what it is, right? It's a way of life. It's not like you're, I mean, are you really attaining higher consciousness or are you really just attaining nirvana, which is presence? Like, you know, like at least those are my thoughts. When it comes no, to but, so, but that's the thing. So it's like, but that's why I think because of the philosophies, being so similar as far as see because the one thing i do know about jesus is he's anti-war he's not gonna stone people you know what i mean that uh, and even when the when the jews yeah, just like buddhists no, well what happened with the jews was they brought him a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery and they said hey the law states that we stone this person to death and he basically rebuked them and was just like 
ah, okay, if you don't have sin, then why don't you throw the first stone? <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, see, and, and that's the thing, like, but that's, you know, because it's turning the other cheek to some degree. Well, not just, no, but Jesus was heavy, heavy into rehabilitation. That's the whole thing. And I think, I think the reason why he was like that was because he, un- well, not that he understood. Jesus actually understands everything this planet has to offer every single person. And if they actually understood what was underneath their feet, they wouldn't be playing on their assholes. They wouldn't. Yeah. There would be no need to dig in your butt if you knew how to dig on the ground and grow some food or learn how to turn that <laughs> material on your feet to some type of superconductor and generate your own energy, generate anything you could possibly think of. Yeah. All modern tech comes literally from the chemicals on this planet. There is, Jesus, like, it's, it's uh, the number's like quadrillion. It's like, you know, 15 times more uh, bigger than trillions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how many atoms there are on this planet. Tons. It's, it's a huge-ass number. So when you understand what this earth is made out of, and what magnetism, gravity, what all of these things can do for you, if you engage your mind the way you're supposed to, well, of course you could be rehabilitated because you open yourself up to things that you just never knew existed. And I think that's what Jesus was trying to tell everybody. Hey, look, do this, do that. You know, you're worried about this and that sin. Just worry about yourself. You know what I mean? Instead of trying <laughs> yeah. to control everybody, worry about yourself. He was the biggest anti, what's that word that they use in the Constitution? Centralized government or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That's why Jesus was not a socialist because he was against centralized governments because centralized governments are big on punishing people. Right. And, and he's also, also big on, he has a judge. Well, everything, right, right. Well, the big thing here is everything is civil. You see what I mean? As opposed to central government. That's why a lot of libertarian ideas, like Ayn Rand, which we talk about, she took yeah. it from the Bible. You took it from the four gospels. That's why I none know, of it is original. That's because why I keep telling everybody, dude, she's a ripoff. All she did was steal the philosophy. That's why I liked her so much, because I didn't know anything about the Bible. But, dude, she ripped all her philosophy off from the Bible. Dude, it's just all Jesus Christ stuff. That's all she did. But then instead of saying, she's now Jesus, she's now a God, like a lot of smart people, they do that. And, and that's the funny thing, right? Is if we, if people are like, oh, I don't, I fail to see that. It's like, let, let's think about this for a second. We want to define libertarianism as in freedom, right? Jesus comes to set you free. Libertarians, it's defined, right? What are they looking for? They're looking for the most amount of political freedom, property freedom, autonomy, really, really strong. And, and you know, being able to choose your own, you know, decisions, decide your own destiny, freedom of choice, voluntary association, and individual judgment, right? And that is what Jesus says. It's like, you can choose to follow me and you can choose not to. So this is also different from that Calvinist belief of, ah, well, everybody who believes will believe because that's not the case. You have free will. In fact, the, his philosophy maximizes the amount of free will you can have because he even says, I will make you, and, and you're going to love this, by the way. There's a quote in there. I wish I knew the verse better, but He's like, do this, and I will not just make you abundant, but you'll be fishers of men as well. And there, there's, a, there's a reason behind that, you know? And I can't, I, gosh, I'm not doing it justice, so forgive me <laughs> listeners who aren't. But I'm serious. Like, the, the, the thing is, people who are, are left socialist type, right, types right, are looking to abolish that. They're looking to abolish any kind of individual and private ownership when it comes to capital or the means of production. And there's absolutely really no mention of that. I can see where there's, there's, there's talks in the Bible where people misinterpret money being the root of all evil, but it's not. The love of money is the root of all evil. There's a difference there. But yeah. people look at that and they're just like, because think about it, right? If you had a love of money, remember when we first started talking, this was even before the Bible talk, and you said, yes, you need to know how to make money. You need to know how to learn to be wealthy. You can't, you can't have these debts, but remember when we were talking about real street conservatism and, and sovereignty, you were saying something like, but you can't be attached to money because you can be bought. That's yeah. the same philosophy. So it's not about money being the root of all evil. It's the love of money. 
you serve money as opposed to you making money work for you. So it's all in there. Like everything is in there. And that's the problem is people need to understand that if they're all about this Pete Buttigieg about more left-wing politics with socialist government and everything, equality, you want to know the funny thing about Jesus? He never talked about equality. He just talked about individualism, everyone having the freedom of, of choice, right? You know, black and yellow, you know, what is it? What's that quote that I always hear around? Like red and yellow, black and white, all are the same in God's sight. It's like, you're not equal, but. I know that song. Black and white, I know that song. Yeah, yeah. Well, but see, that's the thing. So we need to, one thing I want to emphasize for a lot of our listeners is that a lot of these left-wing schools of thought are economic and political systems that have been developed in the last couple of centuries, I would say more prominently in just the 20th century with Karl Marx and, you know, all these folks that have limited our schools of thought. But it goes back to what we've always talked about with progressivism, which is taking God out of the equation. And, you know, here's the thing. I got to say this, but if you know anything about Mormonism, (laughs) man, I mean, that I have friends that are, that are Latter-day Saints. I have friends that are Latter-day Saints, but it's a, it's a flawed ideology. I mean, through and through, it's just like, if you know the history of Joseph Smith. I mean, did you know that in Mormonism, like the blacker your skin, that means you have more sin. Like that's why like, <laughs> you ever met a black Mormon? It's like they're not very common. You know, I don't want to harp on Mormonism, but that's the thing. Like when we think of folks like Pete Buttigieg, guys, like I mean, really listen to what he's saying because a lot of people, what they've done is they've bastardized Christianity. And I, this goes back to why I'm kind of working on my faith and everything because of the idea that Christians, you know, allowed for a lot of these things to happen. A lot of the problems that we have, America in its current state, falling into its current state is because of milk toast or lukewarm Christianity. I mean, and I, I was the same way as well. It's like I, I can't condone certain things, right? Even though they've become widely accepted, a lot of 20th century progressivism is just that. Oh, you you be accepting of it because of the current times we're in. In fact, a lot of contemporary Jews, if you actually go and talk to Reformed or Orthodox Jews, mm-hmm. they believe in progressivism. It's not about them being conservative because conservatism is not the same in this regard, even though they're rabbis. They believe in like, okay, like I saw an interview of a, of a I haven't talked personally to a, a Jewish rabbi, but they don't actually even believe in adult circumcision. It's like if somebody, like if you want to actually be conservative as in conserving the old biblical laws of the Torah, you would go and circumcise adults, you know, as unpleasant as that sounds, right? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm serious. Shit, but, but, here's, but here's the thing. A lot of them don't believe that anymore. And they believe in like, ah, well, if you just prick it or whatever, ah, that counts, you know? But see, that's the thing. If you wanted to follow real orthodox judaism to the letter think about what you'd be doing and you didn't believe in christ as being you know the replacement of all that like christians believe christians believe that because of christ we don't have to seek forgiveness through animal sacrifices show that you're a jew through circumcision or anything like that paul talks about it in romans that's why i want you to read the whole book of romans because it's the most compelling argument for ways to live right yeah. You're not circumcised on the outside. You're circumcised in your, like your spirit, circumcision of the heart, right? And that's what it's all about. So you don't have to, like we talked about this before, the original reason for circumcision was to be kept holy, to be separate from other people. So you could identify it. Like that, that really is the original reason, right? The, the, the indicating, indication that you are one of God's people. You know, you are the recipient of God's covenant, God's promise, right? And that's the thing is like, it's not consistent. A lot of these reformed and orthodox rabbis, they don't even believe in in a lot of that stuff. It's like animal sacrifices. Are you going to do that? No. You don't even believe in in circumcision anymore? No. And so so it's like, what is it that you believe? I mean, what do you practice? And, And I'm not saying this to harp on anybody specifically, but that is the rhetorical question when we think about belief systems. And when we lend our support to people who are pro-war and pro-socialist government, and even if they say they're a Christian or they're a Jew, forget about that for a second and look at what they actually believe in. But you also have to know what it's about. So, 
Well, see, and it goes back to what I said earlier. I just believe all those religions are cults, man. <laughs> I just do. It's like, that sounds like a cult to me. It doesn't sound like they really are Church down. of Jim Jones. That's how you get a Jim Jones. It's because no, but it's the truth. You have to be willing to help people. Yeah. It's the truth. And that's, and that's I believe, is unique in to true christian culture it's it's and that's you know not to sound like a weirdo but it's the only way to honestly get economic as they say equality for everybody right and the thing is and and economic equality doesn't mean and this goes back to the streets (laughs) because look just equal Economic equality just means nobody's broke. Obviously, some guys are going to be richer than others, but as long as you don't take away that person's right to make money and and use it as they see fit, then you're going to be fine on the streets. And I believe that's the same way with Christianity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody is going to dictate to you how much this, how much that. And the thing is, you help people based on what you see. So if you see something, you're more likely to help that guy out just because you understand what it's like to be at the bottom. And and that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about Christianity, I believe. Because, you know, I was... uh, um, You you got to be careful, too, because all this talks of prosperity and all that is not necessarily... Like, here's the thing. I just... Before I let you finish, right... It's very easy to think, well, aren't Christians like, because people have a skewed view of Christianity. They have the poor Baptist radical type Christianity. And then you have these feel good Christians with prosperity and all that. And the truth is, it's not relevant to what Jesus talks about. Because here's the thing. If you practice those principles that's in Romans, right, what Paul was writing to all these churches and helping your neighbors and everything, you'll have more abundance than you could imagine. And it even says that word for word in the Bible. It's like, if you seek God's kingdom first, all of these things you look for will be added onto you. He didn't say some, he said all. But the problem is people associate, it goes back to language at the end of the day. That's why it's so important to have the right translation, all that kind of stuff where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you think, yeah. oh, well, because that's the people, folks like Jesse Duplantis, who we talked about earlier, Kenneth Copeland, Joel Osteen, these like te- televangelists, talk about how, oh, well, I have money because of God's favor. And, you know, I'm just going to con a bunch of people in my congregation. Fleece yeah, them, I like that guy. Please them for money, right? And that's not true either. Because are you really helping anybody? Kenneth Copeland doesn't even know people in his congregation. You know, he flies around in, in private jets. And I'm, I mean, I'm not harping him for being rich, but his means of getting there was different from what you just said, which is not helping people. Not helping people. Yeah. Well, see, but that's my point. See, like, and, and we'll bring this back to the original story. Like, what would Jesus do if he was at that, you know, gay strip joint, you know, whatever, or just walking around anywhere in San Francisco? It yeah. wouldn't be, he wouldn't be acting the same way that a lot of these Christian leaders or Republican leaders pretend to think or be outraged he wouldn't he wouldn't do it he'd be breaking it down he'd be helping people trying to make money uh so they can fix their own situation and when they fix their own situation then they can go ahead and then help other people through to get through their situation right how do i know this because i was you know seriously i was the um you know, lucky enough to be a recipient of some real Christians uh, philosophies. You know what I mean? Like that guy, and I, I shared that story already, the guy who gave me that hot chocolate, uh, chocolate milk with my, with my other two girlfriends. Uh, <laughs> and he just outright goes, here, you, it looks like you guys need this. Was he a multimillionaire? I doubt it. But did a dollar hot chocolate make him broke? No, but it went a long way. Same thing with the dudes that used to wrap the foods in the garbage cans. You know what I mean? It's, and here's the thing. A lot of people will say, Oh, that's so demeaning. No, it's not. Not, not when you're 
when you're the one eating from the cans knowing it's not demeaning like for me personally i was like you know what i didn't like people because i knew i was smarter than everybody and i was really angry about everything so i liked the amenity of just going through the trash nobody knowing who i was and just eating some some good food so i can get through the day or night at that point so i can go ahead and take care of my business the next day yeah you know what i mean and that's how it should be done that's how it should be done but see that act of kindness you say went a long way right that act went a long way for me because i didn't need a lot see but that's the thing like so jesus would probably in theory, if he came, he would have to sit down and work with these fags a whole lot more than non-fags. You know what I mean? I mean, because I don't know what you call them, sodomites, because everybody's a sodomite when, you know, or a fornicator or whatever, because oral sex is... It's technically sodomy. See, because, okay, sodomy is too broad. So you have to be very specific and use the word fag, because, you know... It, All right, well, let's be respectful here. I mean, just say homosexual or, you know, because... I got well, no, no, it has to be, yeah, yeah, okay, we could say homosexual. That's a good word. Uh, it has to, because well, it, it can't apply to women. You know what I mean? Because women are different <laughs> than men. So it has to be like man-on-man anal sex because it, it's, it's that, you have to be specific because just calling somebody a homosexual, that includes the women. But, you know, fags are generally, you know, guys who like to have, you know, sex with other men in the butt. And this is how it works. <laughs> so, well, I guess we call them power bottoms or something. But either way, so my point is this. It takes a lot of work to get somebody not to engage in that. And, uh, you know, and I bet you money, Jesus will probably break it down. Hey, look, the reason why you have those nerves down there is because, you know, if you guys are unaware, there's a a different type of human that used to rape each other. And that was there for self-defense to help the mind escape from this and that, blah, 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 blah. He'd break it down to him. And then he'd try to help him, you know, with, with, uh, you know, trying to get a job or, or trying to make money. And then, but try to also let go of that hate that they have. Yeah. Because it, it's, I'm telling you now, I know a lot of people think that, you know, fags are like wimpy and effeminate, but they are aggressive. They really are. They're aggressive people. That's why they have 12 times more sex than just straight dudes. I have a lot of sex, but every gay man I know has way more sex than me. Why? Because they're aggressive people. A lot of really good fighters I know are also gay. Gay as hell. Mm. But they don't act, oh, you know, like all that, you know, like, Met- you know what I mean? <laughs> like, doing this they're like men, men. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not, they're not, they're not these metro queer types. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, even those kind of dudes, I'm thinking, what is wrong with you? Have some pride. I thought you guys always went to the gym and worked out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of pride, like- speaking of pride, right? This is just a, a random segue about constitutional rights here, but also individual freedoms. The way you know we don't have this is because you can have pride parades, right, as an expression of sexual liberation, kind of similarly to the 60s, but then you can't have a bunch of Christians going down the sidewalk on Market Street, right? And like, not that they're cursing at anybody, but talking about Jesus. You just can't. Even if they were they were not doing what those black Hebrew Israelites do on the side of Market Street, you just can't <laughs> yeah. have that. And speaking of San Francisco, right, let's tie this into, you know, how the progressive policies have actually ruined certain people's lives because it's a step away from whether it's conservatism or, or libertarianism. You sent me a video about that guy in San Francisco up uh, in, I think it's like Fort Mason, or I think it might be Pier 39, where he like scares people from the bush. Oh, the bush, man. Yeah, like, yeah the bush. I, 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 I've seen that guy before. I've seen him before. I promise you, because yeah. it's funny because he, he basically has a fake branch on a sidewalk and he scares <laughs> people. Like, that's what he, it's San Francisco. People do weird stuff. So, you said that progressive policies stole his livelihood, and you can't do that in San Francisco without a permit. Talk about infringement on individual hey, rights. No, but see, but that's the whole point. See, now, <laughs> in the streets, when he started, he started this way back in 1980, this guy. Yeah. And, uh, For those of you who don't know this, just look up the Bushman from SF. It's just this guy who scares people 
from behind a, a few brands. You, you, you definitely know what I'm talking about. Once you look and, and you know what's funny? He, everybody's been copying his routine because there was two of them. There was uh, the original dude who's, uh, well, they, they go back. Well, one is dead. So there's two, but one of the guys died and the other guy's still doing it. But yeah, you actually need a permit to do it because, you know, one year he made like 70 some thousand bucks. Yeah. People just leave tips. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, 70 grand scaring people on a sidewalk, tourists and stuff from a bush. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, That's yeah, awesome. I mean, well, no, it's awesome. But then the government goes, hey, you know what? I... I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I need a part of that money. And so, yeah, so they, they can't make money even if you want to like, dude, you want to know what's funny? You can't even get a street permit anymore. There's so many people who got permits that there's no place for them to even perform. They stopped street performances altogether. And now they're starting to arrest people. Yeah, that's been confiscating the instruments of people who try to perform. No, no, that's 100% true. So I want to tell a story here. I used to yeah, go for it. as a street musician. So I know this life. Uh -huh. Back from between the years of 2014 to 2018, up until I moved, guess what we would do? We would busk with my band, and sometimes I'd do it solo with another guy. Literally, the first time I ever busked was right on a Sprout Plaza, UC Berkeley. Okay, so you got to listen to this, right? Yeah. The minute we start playing on Sprout Plaza on the steps, for those of you who don't know, Sprout Plaza is this open area. Uh, I think it's, gosh, I haven't, it's off of Telegraph Avenue in Berkeley, and right on the UC Berkeley campus. And the minute we plugged in, the minute we started, because we play for tips, right? College students just, you know, leave us some money. Yeah. A security guard comes up and says, oh, you absolutely can't do that here. And I get it because we were technically on university steps. But get this. So you can't do it there, even though it's considered a public area. But he told us, as long as you're over this line right near the sidewalk, then it's cool. But it's literally like, <laughs> like it's like, you can't do it here. I'll, I'll literally confiscate your items. And I'm like, you can't do that. And he's like, well, all right, fine. Then just go like five feet that way. And then you're good. But all we did was we moved five feet to the right past like a, a stupid line or whatever. But I see why he did it because we're now closer to the bus stop. So whenever the bus would come by and rowdy kids would come out of it, it's like it'd make a lot of noise. They can't hear us. But that just shows you like how silly it is, right? Yeah. BART stations. You know, you, you can't, you can do it inside certain BART stations when there's not, in, not a lot of enforcement. Because, you know, 16th Street BART, right? They're really a lot of pigeons, a lot of homeless folks. Like, people are just, you know, they just don't care anymore. But in Oakland, where it's a little bit cleaner, for lack of a better word, because it is a little bit cleaner in Oakland, uh, you, can't, you can't busk on certain sidewalks now. Because we used to busk. We used to make, like, a couple hundred bucks in tips sometimes. Just play for a couple hours. If there's a group of people like what you do, yeah, make no, money. No, I see that's conservative. I, like that's I what we did. We used to it. busk on the streets. Like I, I did that for a while, and I totally forgot until you brought that up. It's like street musician. That's what we were doing. No, but I, I know no because even back in the old days, we would do the same thing. We would just set up camp and and, and go perform Break right there at the uh, on Market Street where the all the cable car people would be at. Yeah. You know, right there on Powell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You totally perform there, or go to the wharf and. And you could do all kinds of stuff if you really wanted to, but yeah, you can't do that. I mean, no, but I, I was shocked when they said all that stuff about, um, you know, hey, guess what? You got to have a permit now for all this stuff. And no, but that's what just happened. Wait, just wait. Watch a bunch of smart kids, right? Start a lemonade stand and watch them get taxed. I'm serious. You yeah, know, but, but, but think about this. Why? Would anybody like seriously? You this is not unique to just San Francisco. This actually happens everywhere across the country now, even in conservative areas, and it doesn't make any sense to me. How is this even possible? How is this possible? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, don't they understand that people should make this type of money that when you make, because look, look at, you know, okay, so like the Bushman told a story and why he's the Bushman. Uh, he was, 
he got okay so he was smoking partying a lot at his house so the door <laughs> swole you know because of the steam and everything else the wood expanded from the humidity right right and so he had to um you know he was trying to break down his door and then the wind or something or a cat something moved the leaf and then he fell because he was so scared and he and he's laughing at himself and he goes man this is funny if i got so scared so easily i imagine if i did this to other people and that's how he got it that's so that's an amazing idea just to get it from that you know that's funny no but but check this out from his misery he was able to turn that misery into a mechanism to make money to make money that's I yeah because that. and that's it. and in some kind of way that's kind of like the thing that you know is somehow related to like the philosophies of what jesus is talking about he could turn people's misery into some kind of way to go ahead and make money and then not only does the bushman make money but he's able to be charitable to other people but he's also able to make people laugh and have a good time at the same time through it's a weird thing but but it works (laughs) yeah but that's what's even crazy you know but see here's the thing that that's really unfortunate right is that this guy's just trying to make some money and i even heard this thing because i had a, a a unique idea I'm willing to bet like this is this is what's sad about the the dwindling conservatism as far as people who just want to make some money. You know that if somebody tries to like if you ask someone, right, if you can wash their car in a parking lot or whatever or wipe it down, right? And it's like a police officer sees you and uh-huh. and say the guy this is like it's his car and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead. If you want to make a couple bucks, just wipe down my car or whatever." Say some kind of street urchin is looking to do that just to make some money, right? I bet you if a cop saw that and he saw him doing that multiple times, he would tax them or he would stop him from doing it. Yeah. Same thing with these people who just want to scrub your shoes on the street. I see it all the time. And I, can, I would imagine that... Th- okay, okay, so this is, a good, this is a good play on words, actually, with, with how the laws are, right? There's this, all this like stupid solicitation-related laws. Mm-hmm. But if the other person is okay with it, if the other person is like, go right ahead, wash my car, I'll pay you five bucks. Take five minutes while I go into the gas station and get myself an energy drink. If a cop saw that or some official or whatever, and he was doing that on a regular basis, I'm willing to bet they would put a stop to it. They would either stop him from doing it or they would tax him. And that's where it's BS because it's like, they'll get you on a couple things where they're like, oh, you're not allowed to solicit. It's like, dude, it's his car. If I want to exchange a favor, wipe down his car just to make a couple of bucks, why not, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. willing to bet you wouldn't be able to do that, which is why some of these, like, I, I knew a guy, I think he told me a random story where he was like a door-to-door salesman type guy, right? But what he would do was he would basically go to rich people's neighborhoods and ask them if he could wash their cars. But he wouldn't do it. He was just <laughs> the salesman. He'd hire two kids, two 15-year-old kids that were like, trying to keep him out of trouble make the money and he would just have, he had a nice little business. He'd, he'd have like people just w- washing their cars because they're in affluent neighborhoods. They have their cars parked out in the driveway. It's like, can I wash your car? It's like, yeah, sure. But I'm willing to bet that if he got caught, they would put an end to it. Even yeah, though, even would. though two parties can't consent anymore. And think about it. It's the same in business, right? Cause the minute the government gets involved, it's no longer just a transaction between two people. Talk, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> it's, no, it's, but it's, my thing is like this. How did we allow this to happen? Seriously. That, that, no, but the thing, and I'll tell you, I got the answer. We allow this to happen for the same reason why blacks are now at the bottom of our society. They turned away from the philosophies that got them to be successful. Right. Seriously, I honestly believe this. We have to follow, we don't have to have biblical laws. We have to really truly know what the heck Jesus was talking about that very few people understand. And for some reason, these guys don't want to be leaders. When in theory, because I don't really know anything about the Bible, but I'm pretty sure the Bible tells them that they got to be the leaders. They're going to be the alpha males or, or, or you know, females, because uh, it might be an alpha female because women have an easier time with sex than men 
You know what I mean? I mean, men, as you say, are extremely thirsty. Women aren't so much. You know what I mean? But then I, it's hard to be a leader when, when you got to take care of the babies. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's the truth. And, and so that's why it, I think it has to be up to men. But gosh darn it, man, like where are all these leaders are at? Where are they? Are? Where, are, where are they? Who knows where they are? But they, need, they need to come out. They're really? the ones that study the Bible. They're the ones that they know all these things, but it doesn't make any sense. But you know what it is, too? I think these guys don't believe in making money. They, that's true. That, that's, that's the other thing, too, because I'm thinking, well, where in the hell do you think charity comes from? It comes from people with money giving it to those in need. Seriously, you can't help a, a guy in a wheelchair who can't walk and can barely, you know, he eats his drool for dinner. You can't help a guy like that unless there's honest to God charity. And it's not going to be cheap. You got to pay people to do this. You know, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's kind of weird. Like in the old days, you would pay these people less because their jobs are guaranteed. You know what I mean? Like a nurse who was taking care of uh, some kind of retarded person in a wheelchair they weren't making as much money as the ER nurses in the county hospital because it wasn't so violent, you know, cause like in an ER room, like let's say in LA or, or San Francisco or, you know, anywhere where there's a whole bunch of, you know, AIDS running around, your life is in danger, you know, because you could yeah. do a needle prick and, or get bit, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people don't realize in the ER, a lot of people on drugs goes into that ER acting all crazy, trying to bite you with their AIDS. <laughs> Seriously. You know, can you imagine you're a nurse, a little Filipino, like four foot 11, attacked <laughs> by some crazy ass, you know, male prostitute who just lost his Whoa. mind. Yeah. No, seriously. That, that happens all the time in the Bay, you know, and, and uh, you know, they call them psychiatric emergencies, but still, emergency nonetheless and uh and that's what you're up against so of course they have to make more money and you know taking care of retarded people doesn't get a lot of attention it's not exciting but it's guaranteed work so it, it takes charity to do something like that mm -hmm. and uh and 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 somehow some way we have forgotten all about that kind of stuff so, but then on the streets, we see it all the time because we see retards, you know, it's just a reality. A lot of these crack babies come out retarded uh, or mentally ill and you know what I mean? So they're like byproducts of, of a lot of negative things. Um, but that said, that's how we measure ourselves as a society and how we take care of those people, not how we take care of the poor. The poor, they are fine. You have nothing to blame or no one to blame. You can't blame on anything other than yourself. Seriously, you can't blame it on Harvard because Harvard's not going to teach you how to make a boatload of money. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing. You have to be able to, in order to make money, you got to see what's out there. You mm -hmm. really do. You have to open your eyes and be open to everything. And, uh, and I think that's one of the philosophies of Jesus is like, look, you got to be open to everybody. Yeah. bags overeaters uh whatever you want whatever you, whatever the sin might be the lazy yeah because basically a lot of poor people are just simply lazy you know <laughs> what i mean like if you ever think about it. the seven deadly sins i don't know them all I, okay sloth the, is, is probably what you're referring to yeah so sloth is lazy that's yeah. generally the poor that's the bright product uh uh, uh gluttony fat yeah. people <laughs> you know what i mean greed Rich yeah, greed would be like rich. yeah, like all those guys from Harvard. Lust. You know? Yeah, you know, gay dudes. You know what I mean? But that's the truth. Like when you think of people who overdeal with lust, come yeah. on, you gotta think gay men. No, I mean seven deadly sins. Yeah, it's true. They're it's seven deadly sins is interesting because it does inevitably lead to death. So yeah, no, and that's carnal the, sins, the, cardinal sins. So so I, I I mean I don't know. I don't have any facts, but. Just in my gut tells me Jesus would be open to all of those people hanging out with all of them people and, and trying to get them to be better so that way they can take care of those who are at the true bottom.
Absolutely. And, and I think that's how our society should work. But he healed, he healed the undesirables, the lepers, the people who couldn't work in society because no one wanted to be around them, people who had leprosy, as well as the, that kid who couldn't walk, completely paralyzed, you know? So you're right. It's about helping those people who can't help themselves. And, you know, that I think is an important thing that our listeners need to grapple on. And it's, it's the foundation of of, of libertarianism, but I think where we miss the mark is we think of ourselves and we don't think of others, right? And, and, and that's what it comes down to. It really has to do with that. I, I really think that the infrastructure of our civilization, if it were built on that, right, even from a yeah. political means, not just a morality, because people think Christianity as, is a religion where you got to believe on Christ, but look at his teachings. Look at his teachings too. It's the best way to live. It's the best way to live. It's, it's not perfectly in line with our constitution 100%, but the constitution's based off of it. It's the best way to live as people. With our flaws and all, it is the best way to govern or lack of govern or civilly moderate each other as well as making sure we're taking care of the people who can't take care of themselves. And I really think that that's uh, our, what our listeners can uh, really take from this segment here.